Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. Welcome to our first episode. I am Joe Murata alongside Quinn. Hi, Quinn. How Hi. you doing today? I'm doing good. How We're, are you? I'm doing good. We're here for the next hour to talk about wrestling with a combined 40 years of fandom. Wow. We're going to talk. Did the math, huh? I did the math. I, I prepared. We're going to talk about things that we remember and maybe some things we wish we didn't remember. Isn't that right, Quinn? That's correct. And it's a beautiful day here. Very correct. Beautiful October day here in New Jersey. The leaves are beginning to turn, and speaking of turning, I want to uh, speak about our first segment here, which is Missed Opportunity. Quinn, I'm going to set the stage for you. Okay. 1994. Okay. okay. <laughs> My first wrestling pay-per-view was SummerSlam 94, and at that pay-per-view, there was a turn. And in my opinion, they really missed the boat with this Healer one. Heel face? It was a heel turn. Okay. Talking about the Native American turncoat, Tatanka. <laughs> Tatanka turned heel, for, for those of you at home, Tatanka turned heel on Lex Luger after, like, two months of accusing Luger of being, like, in cahoots with DiBiase. Do you remember any of this? Slightly. At 94, it wasn't good. not my favorite. I'm not but saying it yeah. was good. So finally, at SummerSlam 94, he turns on him, right? Yeah. Now Tatanka's heel, million-dollar corporation. And they did nothing with this heel turn. Well, didn't, the, he, didn't he join the, the million-dollar corporation did, but, and all that? Okay, you got in the wrestling January 95, right? Right, yeah, and he was already doing that. And what did you think of Tatanka at the time? <laughs> well, what I thought of him is I, I had heard things, because, you know, you play the Royal Rumble video game and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess people love this guy or whatever. And all I see is this kind of, you know, slightly overweight <laughs> Native American working for a guy that has millions of dollars like what is this what like what why is everyone love him so much and that's the thing that i thought here's where i think they missed the boat instead of having him be this like he was like bland always right like tatanka was never yeah i mean if you look back at the tapes like obviously as i've been a wrestling fan i've gotten the chance to watch pretty much like everything Mm -hmm. and especially with the network you know but you know i i saw what he was and even retrospectively, even back then, I didn't think he was anything special. But, you know, the fans cheered him. You know, it was he was kind of popular. But this heel turn here, this is where it bugs me, is he does this big grand turn at SummerSlam on Luger. Right? Him and DiBiase are stomping him and they're kicking him and okay, all this stuff. Yeah. He does nothing after that. He didn't do anything I don't, of note. I, he dropped only a diesel. Thing, the only thing I remember... Being a big deal with Tatanka is when he appeared in that Battle Royal at WrestleMania like last year or something. Like seriously, like what did he do? He never did anything when he was a heel, and that's when he I didn't. just got into it when he was already a heel. That's so. what I'm saying. So like your impression of Tatanka as a heel, watching for the first time eight nine years old in 1995, he was just a goon, right? I mean, he was he he was like Diva Dino Bravo, or he was like uh, any goon in wrestling. You know, there's tons of them. I, I, I honestly think if they really wanted to do this heel turn right, they should have played up the selling out to DiBiase. Like, had him, like, 
He wore his like same ring attire except it was brown and like yeah that made yeah him, like, it was like darker or whatever right yeah it and was did just... he did he not have the like stupid red thing yeah, in his head and <laughs> and and like the he didn't have the feathers that he feuded with Martel with did he no no he did he he got rid of the headdress and he got rid of like the red hair and his like his blue tights turned brown and remember he be- when he wore the white tights they looked like yeah. a real doofus then <laughs> and he became probably the most boring heel in history yes. Like, probably ever. Yeah, I I don't remember him talking ever. He never like, had, like, did, a promo. Did, did he, who did he feud with? Luger I, for, like, a year. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold yes. on. Yes. You're saying that in 1995. <laughs> yes. And I'm watching. Uh-huh. That he had a feud with Luger. I thought Luger was in the Allied Powers. Like, what was, he didn't feud with him. Okay, so right before WrestleMania 11, Quinn, they used to have these specials called, like, uh, Sunday Night Slam. They had a few of those in Oh, yeah, like Countdown to Survivor yeah. Series and all that. It was, yeah, exactly. So they had a steel cage match on Sunday Night Slam, like right before WrestleMania. It, it's horrible. It's it's a horrible match. Who was match. in said steel cage? Was Luger, it like a tag team? No, Luger and Tatanka. By themselves. Yes. And Luger won. It's boring. It's not even like worth watching. Wow. I, I used to have it on a tape. I still do. Um, I mean, these are these are the things... The, the, it, it exemplifies that it's a missed opportunity because these are exactly the things that you should remember. Correct. And you don't. Now, like, you don't even... A lot of people probably don't even know that happened. Right. I mean... I didn't. The casual fam wouldn't. You yeah. Know what I mean, it wasn't promoted. It wasn't, like, known about. And it's not memorable. It's like a... One- Why wouldn't they put that on the pay-per-view? Luger wasn't doing a damn thing anyway. He was allying himself. You know, they were... He was allying with British Bulldog, obviously. They were powers because yeah. it was World War II, apparently. Yeah, I mean... And, Winston Churchill, yeah. Not to mention, why would the Allied Powers be fighting with Americans from, like, Arkansas or whatever? Well, okay, hold on a second, though. If Tatanka is, like, a turncoat or whatever, like, he's not American, technically. Well, he's a Native American. He's Native American. That's not the the same. But what's more American than capitalism? Well, think about it. Let's, Let's take it a step further, right? If the Native Americans got invaded by the Europeans, right? Yes. So the red, white, and blue, those are Europeans. And now Luger is aligned with... You know, the rest of but, Europe. Yep. But shouldn't they be heels then? This is his country. Well, that's the WWF for you. I mean, yeah, you know, Vince. the white guys, you know, just, <laughs> I mean, it's true. I, no, that's no, what I he know. does. I'm not, like, I, I'm not trying to be like a jerk or anything, but that's how it works. You know, they're always the faces, especially back then, at least. Can you think of a more uninspiring finisher than the reverse fallaway slam or whatever he had? <sighs> what was, what a, was that even called? Was, the Tatanka drop? Like, what <laughs> Like what? What do you call that? It was called a reverse fallaway slam, and then I think when he turned heel, he now, called wait, it... No, wait, Gorilla didn't just call it that or whatever Bobby when he first Heenan, debuted. Bobby Heenan called it the Papoose to go, but that was like well, Bobby, Bobby Heenan. yeah. Being Bobby. That's that's like a Chico thing that like Chico you know Santana, like yeah, yeah that like Jess used to do. But it was it was like a Samoan drop. Yeah, that yeah. Was his finisher. Did, okay, wait a second. Just yeah. just sorry, we're going off on a tangent yeah, here. That's but, what we're here for, folks. But was Tatanka like in real life Samoan? He kind of looks a little no, Samoan. He's Native American. He really is Native American. Yeah. Okay. He really I, is from the Lumbee tribe and yeah, all that. Yeah, the Lumpy. That's Bobby. Yeah, as Bobby would say. Lumpy. Lumpy tribe. Lumpy. Lumpy. Remember when he wore the pants when he first started? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The white. The <laughs> yeah, white, white pants. pants. He yeah, looked like yeah, yeah. a doofus. <laughs> it's like, honestly, like, Native Americans, I don't remember them wearing white, bright white well, tights we in, like, history, though. Like, I don't even think we your history books. Native Americans from I'm when saying we were his, first his attire later matched what you would 
typically read in an American history book. Besides the wrestling boots. Yeah, well, I don't know. He kind of had, like... You're telling me Columbus came over here and they were wearing wrestling boots? Yeah, but he had, like, they were, like, moccasins, but longer. <laughs> it's true. It's Anything's better than the goon's ice skating boots. Well, Let me just say yeah, that. Yeah, well, okay, first of all, when I was a kid with a goon, <laughs> I really thought... I didn't know you had a goon story. Oh, yeah. I really thought that he, like, had blades on those things at first. It you took me, fell like... for it? Yeah, it took me a little bit to realize it's like, oh... It, it's like ice skates, but without the blades. <laughs> Folks, if you're wondering who fell for it, I got the guy was, right here. It was me. It was it, me. It was Quinn. Uh, it was like my first year watching wrestling. The goon was like jobbing to like Sabio Vega <laughs> or something. Yeah, some something that, like that. That was Teal Hopper that era. That is like some turn it, the channel and watch Nitro. Yeah, but that to me, era. this was like, oh, this is wrestling. Like, oh, I thought yeah. that. I thought that was like no, it. it was wrestling, and I thought it was cool too. Like, no joke. So. As the years went by and it got better, like... That's the thing. When you start at the bottom... You, well, yeah, when you start at the bottom... <laughs> like we did. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, the Diesel era. Yeah. Yep. No offense to Kevin Nash. Funny guy, well, great guy. Well, a little bit of an offense to Kevin but Nash. Offense but an offense to the way they booked him, at least, yeah. Yeah. And his work rate. I mean... Which, actually, Tatanka fought Kevin Nash during this heel run, if that helps you. I <laughs> feel like I briefly remember that, but it yeah. was, like, on Raw or something, yeah, yeah, right? It wasn't, si- like... It wasn't, like, serious. As part of the Sid feud. As part of the Sid... Oh, right, because Sid was in the Million Dollar yeah. Right, right, right. And then Sid fought Diesel in your house. Yeah, and it was horrible. And you know, he... I wanted to see that pay-per-view, so like, at the time. Like, I was like, oh, man, new pay-per-view? This is, yeah. like, historic. May 14th, yeah. 95. I'll never forget it. It was a big deal. They gave away the house. Yes, they gave the house away. And, and I think... Petty Poop was, yeah, like... Todd, Todd Petty was... Poop. Yeah, he was... And Stephanie Wind. Stephanie, Stephanie Wine. Remember her? That lady looks like she just worked in their office, and they were like, can you talk? And she was like, okay, and then she just worked there for six months she or something. She looked like Sally Field, the way Sally Field looks in Mrs. Doubtfire. I just remember she had, like, Jill Taylor hair. Yeah, or like, Sally Field and Mrs. Yeah, Doubtfire yeah, hair. Yeah. Yeah, Jill Taylor here. Hair here? <laughs> Jill Taylor here. Yeah. So my point with Tatanka, back to that before we wrap up this segment here, okay. is that the, it's not that he was as a face like ever a good wrestler. He was okay. Uh, you know what? For the time, ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was respectable. But and like, he fought Shawn Michaels and stuff. He did fight Shawn Michaels. He he fought Yokozuna. Not that yeah. that's like you know great, but I just thought that if they even at the time I was like as a kid I didn't like Luger at that time as a kid because he was just like boring. He looked like MacGyver. You know, he just. 94 Luger is very uninspired. Very I, tough to You know to what? Swallow. In retrospect, yes, but like it was kind of a time for like they needed a Hogan replacement and he was kind of like a strong man and Mr. USA and all this crap. So Yeah, I know, but him he, I, he didn't do it for me. So when Tatanka turned on him, he didn't was, do it for me either, but No. When Tatanka turned on him, I was like as as I swear because it, it was my ninth birthday that pay-per-view. I remember watching it live um on pay-per-view and when Tatanka turned on him. I was so happy. It was the first heel turn I ever saw. And I thought they were going to do like this great heel push with Tatanka, but all he did was feud with Luger for like another six, eight months and then job to Diesel. Yeah. He just disappears. He kind of, in retrospect, was like the Virgil of the Million Dollar Corporation. Yeah, I guess so. Because they didn't have Virgil anymore. No. He was just like a hired, like, nothing. Doofus. Like, yeah. I guess he was like a bodyguard, kind of. Like, he, he I, not boring. officially, but like, you know, when like Bam Bam was like, 
feuding with people, it's like, oh, Tatanka comes yeah, out and like crony. kicks him or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Even IRS was higher in the pecking order than him. Was he just just to go over this one more time, was he in a tag team with someone when he was like in this nothing run? Like Tatanka? Yeah, I thought he was. Well, but... you're probably thinking of the rumble when he teamed up with Bam Bam in the finals. Okay, against the... the kid and Marty Janetti. The... No, Bob Holly. Bob Holly. Sorry. Yeah. The other pairing, yeah. And that's an okay match, actually. That yeah. might be the best thing he did as a probably the last thing Tataka did that was any good. When was he released? Like March or May of 96. And he, I, I'm almost positive he made no WCW appearances or anything like that. No, but from what I've read, apparently Bischoff made him an offer because it was the summer of 96. Right, like, I mean, he would have been a big acquisition. He could have come over was, with Luger back exactly. in those days. Or joined the NWO or something, yeah. but... I do fondly remember watching him at WrestleMania a few months ago and being like, is yeah. that Tatanka in the Battle yeah. Royal? Yeah, first of all, that battle, that Andre Battle Royal was horrible. Oh, yeah, I know. But, like, the highlight of it was Tatanka. I remember you and me were, like, freaking out over it. Like I know, and no promotion, right? And yeah, he just to appeared. the best of my knowledge, they he didn't was just say anything. in there. Yeah, they're just like, no, no word on it. It's just like they were all casual that he was in it. Right. Never. And I might have read a dirt sheet, like, the day of WrestleMania that, yeah. like, Tatanka was seen. But, like, nobody – they WWE themselves didn't say it was, I like, a yeah, thing. I yeah. didn't hear anything. Yeah. He also – a lot of people forget it. Maybe it's just me. He had that, like, run in, like, 06, 07, too, where he was a yeah. heel for a while. But wasn't he, like, a shadow Native was, American or something? Face yeah, like, he, a different finisher. Was, he was, like, dark or something. He was, like, 350 pounds. That was, was kind of the same time when they were bringing back a bunch of people, like – a couple years prior, like, Kurt Henning comes back and, like, things like that. Yeah, Haku. Yeah, it's just all this, like, leak over, like, these guys who, like, weren't quite old enough to retire yet, but right. were just, like, there because they were big again in, yeah. like, the previous eras. No, 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 that's definitely what it was. Yeah. And he was part of that, and he was also um, someone that I really think they they missed it with. I think they did, too. I mean, he was over. He was over. Yeah. And- and I think it was, like, the right time for a heel turn. I really do. Like, yeah. it was a good time. He was tapering off. Yeah. Exactly. He was tapering off around that time. And he was, like, finally in an interesting feud. Like, the Luger thing, it wasn't amazing, but it was okay. Yeah. You know, at least it was something. And then he was just the most boring heel yeah. in the world. And they blew it with him. Just, so, just to just to close, kind of, like, yeah. one, the one kind of other thing, just to be fair to Tatanka, I feel like it wasn't only his performance or anything, mm-hmm. but, like, if you looked, like, a lot of those Million Dollar Corporation member guys, like, while they were in there, like, Pennybacks, Volkoff, like, they were doing, like, nothing, too. So it's not like Tatanka was being singled out or anything. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but it's funny because, like, IRS had, like, a match with The Undertaker, which I thought was, like, why is IRS fighting The Undertaker at Rumble? Remember? Yeah, yeah. 95. It's like, why did, like, IRS in 95 is still weird to me to think about. Yeah. That should have been Tatanka's spot, but Bam Bam and IRS could have been the team. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be Tatanka versus Lawrence Taylor. Oh, hell no. Yeah. That should have been Bam Bam. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it should have been anybody, but that's yeah. a different topic. Well, so it, it ended up being a, a different... good match, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we go too far here. We're going to go to our next segment here. We'll be back after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Yipe Stripes. Fruit Stripe Gum. Four fruity, juicy flavors. Share, dare, chew it, blow it. It's Yipe Stripes. Fruit Stripes Regular and Bubble Gum. All right, Quinn. So for our next segment here, Overrated, we're going to discuss something that is overrated by the general consensus. And I'm going to throw this one over to Quinn. It could be a match. It could be a wrestler. It could be an announcer. It could be a pay-per-view. It could be anything. Quinn, what's overrated? 
You know what? I think this one's going to be a little controversial so for our first episode. Oh, boy. Um, but I kind of, and I like both competitors oh, in the no. match, but I do find the 60-minute Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12 to be a little overrated. Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why? Why? Yes. Okay, first and foremost, as you know, when you watch a show, and not that we like to watch WrestleMania 12 all the time. No, I don't, actually. But <laughs> when you watch a show, and the main event, the big match, the probably the best match on the card is oh, a 60-minute yeah. Iron Man match, it renders a lot of the show unwatchable. Okay. And even the main event unwatchable, because Whoa. you're like, I have to sit through 60 minutes. And you don't really want to skip it, but at the same time, you also know the turnout. You do know the turn. Now, the first time you don't, of the course. The first time. Yeah, as a kid, I am I am a big Shawn Michaels fan. He's my favorite wrestler ever. And I will just state for the record, my favorite wrestler ever, Bret Hart. Right. <laughs> so now it's our two favorites squaring off, right? right? Yes. The problem with this match also, when you go back to it, is that there's only one fall. And there's an overtime. Yeah, I've heard that before. Um, I I still think it's a, a wrestling clinic. It is. Is for 1996. You don't think that would fly to there, right? No. No way. I don't either. It's a little... It takes, like... I feel like the first half an hour is just them, like, kind of, like... There's some stuff, but there's a lot of rest holds and things like that. There's a lot of mat wrestling, a lot of psychology. I can see... I mean, I think people, even at the time, but maybe looking back retrospectively, people that maybe watch it for the first time or that haven't in a while, they maybe expect... Like this, and we won't spoil it here. But go watch it if yeah. you've never seen it before. Yeah, it is. It is good. It, it's great. Yeah, but I think people might be expecting more of like, for lack of a better two guys, a Daniel Bryan CM Punk type of a match. Right, right. Just like, like in a this, modern like, sense, intense like false finishes all the time. Maybe a maybe like the Triple H Rock Iron Man yeah. match. And there are near falls in it, but it's it's just it doesn't live up to today. As far as an Iron Man match is concerned? I can see that. Um, my least favorite part is Jose Lothario coming out. Oh, that is garbage. To Shawn Michaels' yeah, music. I hate he that. comes out and he yeah, points. And he point. and Jose like, Lothario in this? general <laughs> that was, was bad. like a waste of space. And you know what? You know what, <laughs> you know what sucks? is like it's I loved Shawn Michaels, right? Yes. I loved him when I was first introduced I know to you him. Do. I was first introduced to him in the Royal Rumble 95, actually. Because, again, as we had discussed earlier, yep. that was when I first started watching. Yep. And, um, yeah, I, I loved him. But... And I saw him, you know, turn. He was healed in, and I saw him turn face. Uh-huh. But then to see him come back and have this <laughs> glorious run. <laughs> with and, his... and then there's, like, this, like, 800-year-old man <laughs> with him, like, waddling around. And he's, like, paper. Like, if, like, like, I, you know how in wrestling, like, you know how, like, the refs, like, don't have, like, a lot of health for yeah, some reason. Yes. Like, in video game terms. Yes, they don't have a lot of health. Like, I feel like the refs could, like, touch, like, like sneeze on Jose Lothario and he would, like, fall over and be dead for, like, two hours. So, in other words, like, Tim White could just, like, accidentally, like, blow his nose too close to right, him. Right, right, yeah. It, he, he just was, was so fragile. Was such a, that is mystifying to me that they, that they put him with Shawn Michaels. Like, I got it. That he was his trainer for the Iron Man it match. It only makes sense in the Iron Man he match. He was with him until 90, yeah. January 97. And even in the Iron Man match, like, it's a 60-minute match. Does he need to be there? No, he Did he leave? leave? He, I, I don't remember now. He was like, there. He was there. Wait, was he, did I don't know, actually. 
Huh. We might have to go back to the tape for that one, but... (laughs) He might have had to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's way past his bedtime, too. It's like... Wasn't Murder, She Wrote on on, on Sunday nights, actually? He might have been watching that. Matlock? He probably was watching Walker, Texas Ranger, too. I was watching Walker, Texas Ranger, though. That's how a Ranger's going to be. be. But anyway... So you think the match is overrated, huh? I I, I don't disagree, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean... I don't disagree. it's It's not... It's not... It, it feels like it should be more than like it is. Like there should be more oomph to it or now, something like that. there is a consequence to it that's awesome. Yes. And it does lead to kind of all the stuff with Brett and Sean. Oh, after the finish, yeah. After the fact. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know, yeah. Definitely. And that's cool. That was cool. That's great. But as far as a match is concerned, it's not as good as some of their other matches. And even their matches prior to that, like that, I think they had that like, ladder match on Coliseum Video yeah, or something. Yeah, from 92. Like, that's, that's, be- that's good. That's better. Like, Survivor Series And 92. that's like pudgy Shawn Michaels, too. Yeah, that's not is. like the better version. But no. It's a better match. I I would agree that um, it's overrated in the sense that if you expect, you know, a Samoa Joe, I don't know, Finn Balor classic yeah. or something like that, yeah. or Sami Zayn. Something like that, right? Kevin Owens. Yeah. Let's, You're not going to get that. No. And let's put it this way. The stuff that they did in that match could have probably been compressed in like 35 to 40 minutes rather than a 60-minute draw I I with never, overtime. I always wished, even at the time as a kid, that they would have just done a standard match. Well, here's the thing. It's the first time they're doing an Iron Man match in WWE, to my knowledge. Did they ever... On, tele, on television. On television? Okay. Brett and Backlund... Or, sorry... Brett and Ric Flair had done house show Iron Man matches in 92, okay. 93. Were they like an hour, though? They were an hour, but this is the first televised Iron Man match that I'm aware of. Okay, so this is like the audience introduction to this, Correct. right? yeah. And you don't even have a fault to introduce the fact that the time is a levity at the end? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, they're making a big deal that, like, it's going to end in a tie, but if you're watching this thing, mm-hmm. right, you're like, it's WrestleMania. It's not going to end in a tie. What is yeah, like, I know. Even like even, even as, as a, a kid, kid I yeah. knew like oh Gorilla Monsoon's gonna come out and <laughs> say did. they have to wrestle more. The only time I never liked Gorilla Monsoon was when he did that. <laughs> hey, I was I was hey Gorilla, thank you very much because I had the Shawn Michaels gloves on. I was on. just gonna I ask was, you, were you wearing your Shawn Michaels gloves? Yeah, I was, that? I was wearing the gloves. I was surrounded by my uh, other eight year old, ten year old friends, or whatever age we were. Little ninety six, yeah, ten year old friends, little yeah. Shane and little Vanike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with Frank. Yeah, <laughs> little Frank Sanford. And we were, we were, we were into that. So. I was into it too, but not the same way you were. I was on the other side. I was, I was Hitman all the way. Yeah, and, and I, I still was am. like. <laughs> Navajo Indian woman. Another story yeah. for another time, folks. Yeah, I I would say this, Quinn, that in terms of the overall WrestleMania 12 card, it did hurt the rest of the card because you had a, an hour plus entrances and video packages right. devoted to this match. And not to mention, Brett looks like a slob, admittedly, in the video packages. If you yes, recall. he's like running uh, like his horrible yeah. hoodie. Didn't he say like I was like slipping on the ice <laughs> yeah. and I looked like an old man and all and, this? Yeah, and Michaels is doing upside down pull ups <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell he's doing. It's with- like, gee, I wonder who's going to be better like conditioned <laughs> yeah. for this match. They were definitely by then portraying Brett as like this old cagey, yeah, like like he was like Nick Bockwinkle or yeah, something. Yeah, like why did they act like he wrestled in like the sixties? <laughs> or something the tens yeah what, what's that is it like is it the association with like Stu hard or something but yeah which reminds me yeah. in the video package they have like Stu kicking his ass 
Like, that's going to get the guy over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Stu Hart's kicking his ass. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you there, yeah. Tiger. You're going to be ready for the match. Your eyeballs are going to fall out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sockets. Yeah. But that... The whole, it's awkward. I'll give you that. That, yeah. that whole that whole card is awkward. You got OJ footage. Yeah, the OJ. Goldust in, like, lingerie. Yeah. Yokozuna with the Mr. Fuji with an American flag. It's just you know like, what's weird? I always think, like, the Nation of Domination is at that pay-per-view, but they aren't. They should have been. Yeah, they appear later, but in other pay-per-views yeah. in 96. 96, 97, yeah. yeah but... It, it's an awkward card to begin with. Anaheim is like a dead crowd. It's a, sh- mm-hmm. a really crappy crowd. Well, that's also the time when they like couldn't be in like big arenas because they sucked. <laughs> like it's true. Like, I mean, is that like? Look, I'm thinking now. Is that the time that they talk about where they're like, yeah, we could have gone out of business? Is that like around then? I mean, if that's true, I guess I think they're really talking more about like '95, late '95. That's when it okay. was like you remember. The action zone era with Dodd and Doc. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The shop zone shop cutouts zone. of the Undertaker. Everything was a zone back then. There was action a lot of zones. Zone, yeah, shop right. zone. The danger zone. Yeah. I mean they it wasn't good. Although it wasn't I do good. my favorite memory of Action Zone yeah. was the glass table. I don't I know. I love why. that era. Yeah, it's good, right? That was them trying to do prime time, but it was with two dorkier people than Gorilla and Bobby. You can't do prime time without Gorilla or Bobby, one of the two. Yeah, and it's best if it's both of them. It's best both, but you can't. It, Doc Hendricks, no way. Todd Pettengill. Yeah. I well, mean, the original, like, <coughs> other kid. You know, that actually brings me to the next segment, which okay. is underrated. And it's not Todd Pettengill. Don't worry. Oh. He's perfectly he's rated. He's perfectly rated. In his history I, yeah. of, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one at you, Quinn, for my underrated segment. And folks, this is the same thing. It's a match, a person, a wrestler, whatever, pay-per-view maybe, that is underrated. And I'm going to throw one out there for you, Sean Mooney. Oh, Sean Mooney's great. I know. Yeah. And not a lot of people seem to think so. I'm going to tell you why, and I want to I want to take you back here. So, folks, Mooney was hired uh, in 1988, and he actually replaced Craig DeGeorge. Yeah, which looks like exactly like him. Yeah, I know. And I guess Vince was going for, like, this dark-haired, polished... Young news well, anchor. He look. eventually got that with Michael Cole. He's still going for like, it, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure there'll be more to come. But here's the thing that I liked about Mooney that I respect about Mooney. This guy had no no prior experience in wrestling when they hired him. Yeah, I don't. I I never heard of him being in like WCW or Nothing. anything like that. Yeah, he was younger than we than we are when when they hired him. He was huh. like maybe 28, 29. Okay. They throw this guy out there. In the middle of, like, 1988, as soon as they debut him, and he's calling wrestling matches with usually, like, either Lord Alfred Hayes or superstar Billy Graham, yeah. people like that. He's usually on the Coliseum tapes, right? I mean... He was, but he called WrestleFest 88. Remember that yeah. that outdoor show in Milwaukee, the stadium show? Okay, yeah, yeah. He called that, is that the Is that the one with the big, like, who gets to be Mr. Perfect match? Where they, you know, like, they decided. <laughs> Terry Taylor or yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. But here's what I respect about Mooney. No experience in the business. This guy's out there calling matches. And it's not like he was great, but it's better than I would do. You know, just... Yeah. And he stuck with it. The guy was there for five years. Mm-hmm. He was a good backstage interviewer. A, a far cry from the... 
how do you feel and what are your thoughts, you know, and all that well, crap I mean, that they that, do now. To be fair, that didn't kind of come into play until much later. The, I know, but how the do you feel of, thing. He had a personality, even though he didn't seem to have a personality. He yeah. Was, he just had this style that, like, I could listen to him and Lord Alfred Hayes call well, a yeah. match all day long. But does it say much that I can also think of times where I've fallen asleep to matches where <laughs> Sean Mooney and Lord Alfred are talking and, like, somehow Lord Alfred may or may not be a heel? I'm not I'm not sure what he is, yeah. Yeah. I think he just has manners. He has manners, he has but, high he, standards. but he but he also like makes weird comments about women. Like not he even does. not even like not even like lewd, like he's no. like Jesse the body or something. I'm talking like does this guy have like fetishes or something? You know, like fetish eye. Fetish eye, like Fet- what fetish. Yeah. yeah, does he ha- does he have a problem that I'm not aware of? Jesse Ventura wasn't lewd though. He could make a comment or two. Vince made the comments. Remember oh, Elizabeth? Vince. Oh, ho, 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 yeah, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh, look at that. He thought Miss Elizabeth was the most beautiful woman in the world. Maybe that's why Randy Savage had a problem with him. Ah, they were divorced by then. Hmm? <laughs> Let's not get into yeah. conspiracy theories here, but my point with Mooney is for all the stuff people want to say about him, and, and you can say stuff. He called every match an encounter. Yeah. He... he when he, if you listen to him call a match, if you watch the match, yeah, he's like eight seconds behind on every move. <laughs> he yeah, you know, but he always has a witty like <laughs> like thing for each wrestler. Like oh, the ravishing one. Yeah, that's true. Like the and flawless I, one. Mr. Yeah, Perfect. like I know like other like Gorilla kind of pioneered that, but he would like go he with it. Up on yeah, it. Yeah, he would pick up on it. That's and, true. And you know what? He would stay like in like company. I guess he would say like he would make. He he seemed like he was a company man. Like if they, if there if there was something they were promoting, like Sean Mooney was right on it. Sean Mooney was on it, and and yeah. the thing about him is he just like he was fun. There was something fun about him. Like he'd do the backstage interviews. <sighs> they'd say, "Shut up, Mooney!" Like Mister yeah. Perfect would do that or whatever. And it was just like, All well, right, this guy's okay, fine with me. Hold on a minute. He yeah. wasn't. I wouldn't call him fun. I call him. He <clears throat> was a straight man, but he also was like he wasn't like a former wrestler or anything like that so like he'd get pushed around right he didn't have the bombast of mean gene yeah or like the um mean gene just is you can't beat mean gene for backstage give awesome. me a break yeah, yeah. Me a break here get the hell out of here roberts uh, yeah Whatever. put that cigarette out <laughs> yeah but mooney was it wouldn't have been the same without him as a number two interviewer yeah like he was he well, was somebody his... had to be in the like center or whatever that is Oh, the, the locker room? No, 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 not that. Well, oh, the event would, center? The event center with the TVs behind it? They, they made that guy do everything. He did that. He hosted... You ever heard of the show Wrestling Spotlight? Of course you haven't. No, no I've heard of heard that. Of I've seen stuff on pay-per-views where they would mention it. Wrestling briefly. Spotlight? Yeah. Yeah. He hosted that as his fictitious identical twin, Ian Mooney. Yes, yes. You knew but this? He only, yes, I saw that like once or twice, but he only did it like... I didn't realize... Okay. I didn't realize it was supposed to be like a fictitious twin yeah, thing. It's not, yeah. I thought it was like just like they messed up, like they were gonna call him that, and then they decided not to. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, he played his fake twin brother, and it, of course, in typical Sean Mooney fashion, he sounds just like Sean Mooney. He doesn't yeah. do anything to alter his character. Do, he, does he even wear like different clothes? No, or, no. He just wears. No, the suit. he could have. He could have been like an evil twin, but no, fake evil goatee. I would have been okay. He's with. just other Sean Mooney. He's just Sean Mooney with his That's first name weird. Is Ian. It was very weird. Do you think he wrote that? Like no. that was like his. Thing, or was that some doofus like uh, was, Tim Dunn or whatever? 
not Tim. Who am I thinking of? Tim like, Duncan from no, no, no not the basketball. Not, not the basketball. The what is his name? Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn no, with, the, prob- with the buck teeth. Yeah, the guy was probably Vincent Kennedy McMahon that came up with that. <sighs> Even that seems like. Okay. Quinn, this is the guy that had a fake Donald Trump fight a fake Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, that's true. He but... had Kevin Federline on Raw. <sighs> I don't know, like the Ian Mooney thing, though? You don't think that's, like, I think too that's stupid? Vince. It doesn't even make sense, though. It's Vince. Okay. It's Vince. So anyway, that was my point that I wanted to make about Mooney. Is It's not like the guy had, like, he wasn't Mr. Personality. No. But he, it, all those old pay-per-views, WrestleMania six, all those. Okay. You got Mean Gene, but you do need someone else. You don't want just one guy. Yeah, because it makes it seem more important. Like yeah. You know, like how when you watch a sporting event, they right. always, like, throw to, like, a lady on the field. Or the or guy in like, the bow tie. Yeah, guy guy in the blocker room, like, with the celebrating team. Like, Moody's that guy, the guy that the, the athletes would push around. Yeah, because they don't care. Yeah. It's like, who's this guy? Like, but... I'm even saying, like, in sports, there's always, like, you ever notice there's, like, a a stupid goonie guy that's like kind of just like I'm in the locker room and they're like throwing champagne on me and all this and I look like an idiot like that's Sean Mooney how do you get that job <laughs> I don't know well somebody had to replace Craig DeGeorge was he did Craig DeGeorge not Craig DeGeorge Sean Mooney our, mm. our main man here mm-hmm. was he in that like victory segment or whatever that was victory the magazine segment victory magazine thing like, well, because wasn't Craig DeGeorge originally in yeah, that? Yeah, it was originally him. <clears throat> Fun fact about Craig DeGeorge, Quinn, he's actually a baseball announcer now. Yes, I think you've told me that in the past, but I wouldn't have remembered I otherwise. don't know what team off the top of my head. I think the Marlins. And he also did XFL. <laughs> they brought him back for that, huh? You know who else did XFL? Did Sean Mooney? Matt Vaskersian. Oh, our With MLB Jesse buddy, yeah. Yes. That's weird. And Mooney, maybe you'll remember this. I remember it, like, as a kid. Do you know what channel he went to as a news anchor? Nine, right? Yes, yes WWR9. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember turning it on, and he's like, I'm Sean Mooney. You know, you like, know it's really funny, news. but I, when I, I was thinking you were mentioning other people and stuff, and I was trying to think of Sean Mooney in other things. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought he was, it was the same as Jameson being in, like, everybody That's loves not real. Raymond, it's but not it was Sean guy. Mooney. Oh, it's not? It's not. That was debunked? It was debunked. It's Jameson is not. Everyone listening out there, if you still believe it, it's not true. Jameson is not in Everybody Loves Raymond. It's a different guy. It's been debunked. I bet you most people don't even know who Jameson is. Jameson was this. (laughs) Do you need to explain Jameson? He he was was like a stupid nerd that was homeless. If you want the perfect description, he was, remember in Ghostbusters, um, the, the, (laughs) the guy that like, it, it turns into the dog. Yeah. What was his name in that? I don't movie? know. I, I forget. I'm not a ghostbuster. Somebody's gonna write into this podcast. Someone or write yeah, in. and like be like, oh, you like Fireball. And we need. Yeah, him. I. You know the guy who turns into the dog with Sigourney Weaver. But that guy. That's not Jameson. Honey, though. I shrunk the kids, dude. Rick Moranis. Mick, Rick Moranis. Mick yeah. Moranis. Yeah, but that's what Jameson is. Jameson Jameson's is not. Rick, but I'm saying that's like what his character kind of is. Did he shrink the kids? No, but Jameson. Is Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters? That's... That sounds like a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> it's Jameson is yeah. Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters. It's a ripoff. Look at it. Just look at it. Are look you back. sure? Yeah. It's it's the same exact thing. Vince probably had just seen Ghostbusters. Right. And... Exactly. Yeah. Well, Vince, Vince would have just seen behind. Ghostbusters in 1991 somehow, even right. though it came out in 85. But, right. Or 84 or something like that. And, whatever. But yeah. Jameson is um, not good. 
the only good thing about him is that Bobby Heenan made fun of him all the time. Oh, yeah, the Bobby, Bobby just ripping him. Yeah, and, and that's the best part of Royal Rumble 92, that match that yeah, they have with against the Bushwhackers, yeah, Bushwhackers yeah. Beverly Brothers, yeah. is that. Yeah. Because that's a horrible match. Mm. But you know who's at that event? Sean Mooney. And he's in the locker room. And that's a good way to... Uh, and that's a good way to move on to our yeah. next segment here. We will be back right after this. For all my Hulkamaniacs that have stuck with me through the thick and thin, train, said their prayers, and eat their vitamins, be a survivor, man. Don't smoke, it's a joke. Put that cigarette out. All right, Quinn, it's time for our next segment here. This is called Then and Now. This is basically, folks, a perspective change maybe from when we were younger and we watched something versus now. As wrestling fans for 20-plus years, sometimes your thoughts and opinions can change. Yes, they do. They do. And, Quinn, I'm going to give this one to you. What do you got? What's different? Okay, I guess I'll start this with asking you a question. Okay. What do you think... When you think of certain wrestlers, the the heavyweight types, the, the big, big guys, big fat big guys, fat guys, yeah, like who, like Earthquake, like a Vader or a, Bam Bam. I'm thinking more, maybe a little. Yeah, Bam Bam would fall. I like Bam Bam. Yeah, Bam Bam. Big fan uh, of Bam Bam. Bam Bam. But like, as far as their work rate and their matches, what would you what would you think of those? Uh, if, if I'm Dave Meltzer, then they're all horrible. I mean, right, right. But even back then, like, I used to <laughs> detest. When, like, a big boss man would come out. or Yeah, uh, I did, too. Like, you know, something like that. I was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, it's like, oh, what, are they going to sit on him? Like, yeah. you know, who, who gives a shit? <laughs> That's anyway, anyone's yeah. uncle, by the way. Right. Well, why doesn't he just sit on him? Yeah, ho, 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 yeah exactly. You, you know like, this is all fake, right? Right, yeah. It, and, yeah, it exemplifies that this is all fake. <laughs> yeah. But what I wanted to bring up was those matches where it's the immovable force, your irresistible object thing. Sure, you know, that's that, what it is. Yeah, you know what Gorilla always says. Sure, exactly. Where it's the two big guys meeting each other. Yeah. Recently, I watched a couple matches, and wow, there are some really good ones out there. What like, did you watch? I was thinking especially of, um, I think it's Vader versus uh, Guardian Angel. Oh, or the boss or whatever yeah, the, he was, the right? Boss or oh, from WCW '94. Yeah. yeah, and like oh, the, that stuff's good. Yeah, and like the fans like going nuts over it. That's that's true because like. I guess as a kid, the, the it's either we expect too much or we just don't pick up on the subtle nuances of two big, fat guys just punching each other. Right. <laughs> I mean, these guys are wailing at each other yeah. in this match. And, like, the crowd is like, ooh, I've ah. Seen like, yeah. you know, like. They're good. Yeah. It, so I thought that was a good then and now because, honestly, as a kid, I thought those matches were awful. And, like, a lot of, like, Mark Henry stuff. Mark Henry is awesome. Yeah. I can't. I'm trying to, off the top of my head, think of a good like Mark Henry. I think Mark Henry actually faced Vader. Vader. Yeah, did ninety eight. And yes, that was he like did. the same kind of thing. Mark Henry versus Vader is under. Mark Henry in general is under. under yeah, that's a then and now. He's so good. Back then, I was like, this guy's terrible. He yeah. sucks. I could never understand why he was like under contract for like. 15 years or something yeah i know big mark if you're listening we love you yeah mark you are wow like i awesome. i completely underappreciated you back in the day he, he yeah he seriously no, he, and he could he could he could give that impression like you know i can hurt you like yeah. and, and he does everything they've ever asked him to but do but you know what the problem is is that on a day-to-day basis seeing mark henry you see him squash nobodies right and you're like i don't appreciate how big he is yeah. like he is freaking awesome 
He did look ridiculous in that USA gear when he first did. Yeah, it. and when he fought King or whatever. Yeah, that garbage. When he fought King. Ugh. Yeah, that, they didn't do good with him at no. first. But, you know, once we get to the sexual chocolate and the va- versus Vader and Nation of Domination, all this, he. Brainerism. Brainerism, yeah. That European champion, all this. But, yeah, just those big guys pounding away at each other matches. I'll tell you, I, I'm going to go with agreeing with you on this one. Yeah. They're fun. They're really fun. They're fun. And I, like, I actually, like, especially after I saw that Vader thing, I, I really sought out Vader's career because I was very impressed with big him. Big fan of Big Leon, huh? Yeah, Big Leon. Wow. <laughs> really, really, uh, like, I wouldn't call him underrated because he was, like, no, the he, world champion. Yeah, no, I agree. But he... He definitely wasn't as appreciated, let's put it that way. Definitely not by me. I mean, I think WWF, WWE misused him. Yeah, and I've heard to an extent. Like an interview with him where he said he was like hurt most of the time or yeah, something. Shoulder or something. Yeah. But his matches with Big Boss Man, Boss, Guardian Angel, whatever you want to call it, those are great. Yeah. yeah. I've seen those. And it really makes you think like, okay, this guy should be the number one contender for like Hogan. Yeah. Like he, he Oh could, man. And you think like he should win. He should like, have won. Like his match with the boss is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that was a great series. Uh, Mark Henry, very underrated. Yeah, Mark so I'm Henry. Gonna, I'm going to totally agree with yeah, you. Yeah, and I, I would seek out more of these big fat guys face each other matches. Like, I'm like wondering now. I know it's probably horrible, but I'm wondering now if like John Studd versus Andre. Like, you know, There's not, no not, way that's good. But not in that, like, million-dollar slam match or whatever, but I'm talking about, like, other Ten, encounters, as Mooney would say. It wasn't a million. Yeah, 10,000. It was like 10, it, it was a different time. It's WrestleMania. They can't make it a million? They didn't have a million. Bobby really? Heenan. Why would Bobby Heenan put a million dollars on the line? He's not, well, he made a million dollars when he... Yeah, but that was the later. Andre they contract. call him the brain for a reason. He's not going to put a million on how the do, line. How much do you think Andre's contract cost in kayfabe initially? Well... Wait, from when? From when Bobby signed him over before WrestleMania three. I don't know. We don't know, but I. DiBiase bought it for a million dollars. Correct. And uh, Bobby bought it back for nine hundred thousand. Right. There was a profit. Bobby, I mean, for a hundred thousand, excuse me, and then Bobby made See, a nine hundred thousand dollars. Maybe profit. I was just thinking where because I thought he was. It there's, was like ten million dollars or something. No, but but anyway, there's no way a John Stud match in nineteen eighty nine is good. Probably not, but a John Studd match in like '85. Now, I now I wonder because of this theory is does it maybe it carries over? We'd have to find that out. I don't like that John Studd always like looks like he woke up out of bed. Yeah, but I mean, you don't know. There's a lot of gems in the pre-Mania era that like you don't even know about. Like, there's remember that time where like. Uh, Ivan Putski was like drunk or something, and like, <laughs> he, like it the was 70s. like '70s. But he's so fun. Yeah. But, that was like the 70s, yeah. though. But, Quinn, can you honestly tell me that you think a Big John stud match in 1989 is going to be any good? Uh, ah, yeah, it probably isn't any good, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's John Stud. Like, I know. He, but... He's kind of poop. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, we're judging him based on 1989 when he's like, you know, like, hurt or something. I thought he had, like, a bad back or something like that. Well, then why did he come back? I don't know what they were thinking with bringing him back in, in, in 89. But he must have been a, something for them to, like, invest a lot into him. He's in an Andre match at WrestleMania. Well, like, he was a ref. In the slam match? Oh, you mean WrestleMania 1? I'm talking yeah. about 89. Oh, yeah, well, no. The, uh, don't... 
forget about John Studd 1989. I'm talking. Everyone else did. Yeah, he sucked. But <laughs> <laughs> he's just kind of garbage. But. Would you say that Earthquake is underrated? Um, as a man, he's awesome. Everyone loves and John Tenta. He should be. He's rated exactly where he should be. He he as he's a wrestler. Man. He's underrated as a wrestler, in my opinion. You think? I do. You don't think? You don't like him. Yeah. Quinn doesn't like him. Well, because... <laughs> I'm telling everybody. Here's the thing. It's yeah. like... I don't recall him being in, like, a heavyweight versus heavyweight match against, it, like, except, like, Tugboat, but that, like, wasn't any Ugh. good. Don't even get me started on Tugboat. That What, what, what I, was Vince thinking with that one? I don't get it. And, you know, I recently watched, like, a bunch of, like, old Superstars episodes, like, from, like, 90... And, like, he has pushed, like, insane, like, big-time push. And, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even get what his character is. He's a boat. Like, yeah, he says he's, like, an inanimate object. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. And, that, like, why is Hulk Hogan his friend? Why am I cheering for a boat? I think <laughs> the only reason you're supposed to be cheering for him is because he's Hulk Hogan's friend. That doesn't like, make me want to cheer for him. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> that makes me want to boo him. But I feel like we're dampening down the the, the big man versus big man match here. Okay. But I I also want to say like I feel like Dustin Rhodes was he. He's, I wouldn't call him a big man. His dad was a big man. If you look back, maybe it's just that WCW ring I'm thinking of where it's like super tiny. He like looks like pretty big. I mean, he's six six maybe. 260. He's but... a little pudgier in his early days. Like, <laughs> yeah, but pudge... I'm not talking about Dustin now. Like he's all skinny and like because he's old and he has to work out and stuff. But like, <laughs> what? Yeah, no, it's true. Like Goldust is still employed by the WWE. <laughs> they don't have a big fat guy anymore, do they? Mark Henry's still there. He never retired. That's true. He started looking like Rick Ross, but yeah. he never retired. He he's he is Rick Ross now. I guess the fattest regular guy they have is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. He's probably not even the size of Mark Henry. Oh though. no, he's, he's not, not even not even close. He's a soccer dad. Yeah, but that's <laughs> his character. So you know, I will say props to dad. WWE for putting over a heavier set wrestler, Kevin Owens. Yes, but he's really like it, heavier set in WWE land. But I mean, honestly, he's like any guy you'd find at the mall over here. Yeah, but I mean, it, walking it, into it, the shoe store. Look at the physique of Seth Rollins, for example. You know, that's not the kind Normal. of type. Yeah. That's not normal, but that's, that's also... That's not normal. Yeah, but it's pretty common in WWE champion land. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. But, like, Kevin Owens just looks like a dude I went to high school with now. Yeah, and that's, I think, why people like him, which, why is he a heel? But like, he is a good heel, though. He's the kind of guy you'd find by, buying, like, Fireball whiskey at the liquor store at 11 o'clock he's, on a Friday. He's the kind of white guy that would be, like, dragged by... kind of white by, guy? No, no, no. I, I was going to say wife, but oh. that's because... He's the kind of guy that'd be dragged by his wife to a clothing store and sit in that little chair, like, yeah. in the shoe section. I gave up on doing that. Yeah. I don't go clothes shopping with, with my wife. Yeah. And there's well, a good reason for that. <laughs> but that's Kevin Owens. That's Kevin Owens. He's and that he's, guy. He's a good man. He's a great man. And I I like the fact that we had the privilege of seeing him when he was in ROH. Yes. I believe he knocked a chair into your balls, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah, it's on an ROH DVD somewhere. If you want to see Quinn before he was famous, folks, you can watch an <laughs> ROH DVD from somewhere. Uh, 2007, I think, or 2008. Uh, I've I'll, seen it. You know, maybe on a future episode, I'll yeah, get, I'll get the DVD box. It's, it's quite upstairs. funny. It's, yeah. it's quite funny. It knocks me back. If you, you know, people say wrestling's not real, but when they go into those guardrails, 
That is 100% real. That's that's when it's real. The rest yeah. of it's fake, but the wanna, wardrobe You want to talk real. a ball breaker. That, Literally. Yeah, that hurt my balls. So now you know that. Yeah. That's 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 good knowledge there. Yeah. I would uh I would say that a not underrated big man, like completely rated, as in he sucks, is King Kong Bundy. He is not well. Okay, actually. Wait a second here, and that's a big man versus big man because Hulk back then okay. he was a three hundred pounder. That WrestleMania two match is not that bad. It isn't. It but isn't. N- nothing else Bundy did. But does was it good. fall into our theory of like big man versus okay. big man is kind of pretty it's good decent. actually? Yeah, like, you're it, right. It's it, it seems on paper like garbage, but it's he does awesome. the wussiest blade job ever in that match though, Bundy. I've had paper cuts that have had more blood. I mean, that was I've cut myself shaving and had more blood. I thought blood. his face was like crimson. No, by the end of it. don't they like enhance it? It looked <laughs> like or something. They enhanced it. I don't know, like something like that. It's they like the it, worst blade job I've ever seen. They they make such a remember Elvira's like oh my god he's bleeding. She like, she's, she's doing. She's freaking out though, and she's supposed to be the mistress of the night or whatever. Yeah, right? but who said there's blood? Is she a vampire? I think she's supposed to be like of some kind. Her skin is pale. She's okay. got the, like, beehive, like, she's Dracula's wife haircut. Yeah. She wears, like, the dark, like... Dracula had a wife? He, I don't think he did, but he, he looks like if, like, in a Universal movie, like, how so they, like, add characters for no reason. If you were going to set Dracula up with a wife, it would be It her. would be Elvira, yeah. What about my ex-girlfriend? No. <laughs> no. I would. Well, let's not go there. But... <laughs> let, she... Th- that whole event is booted... It's freaking weird. It's booted, yeah. It's really weird. And isn't there, like... I feel like there's also another Fat Man match in there with um, Adrian Adonis versus... Uh, Uncle, Uncle Elmer. Elmer. Oh, my but God. But that's, that's... That's terrible. Now, Adrian, though, all respect to him, because that guy could He's move. He's bumping like a he maniac go, in that yeah. match. Uncle Elmer, that is some sorry shit What the shit hell right is there. Uncle Elmer? No, he's like, an uncle. See, but what, he's, he's just Jim's Hillbilly uncle. Jim's uncle? Yeah. Why would Hillbilly Jim looks old himself even back then? Why is his uncle wrestling? Like, like what is yeah, the kayfabe my, like can, reason behind that? Can my uncle wrestle? Yeah. Is that all it takes? And why does yeah? Oh, can man. Uncle Steven wrestle? <laughs> Whose uncle wears shorts like that all the time? Well, you'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I take that back. Take That's, a trip to yeah. the south. You know, I think. It, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna agree with you. Your your big man theory. Uh, as far as then and now is concerned, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm they with they, you on that. they look way better than they do. It's just a, as Jr. would say, it's a bunch of hosses, you yeah. know, just punching yeah. each other. Yeah, this, big hoss. This match will be bowling shoe ugly, folks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's fun. It's fun. It is yeah. fun. And you like, it's like sometimes like you kind of wish like Big Show got to face Andre the Giant. Like who would win that? Like. like <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah, well, but Big Show's his son, so yeah, it's his son. He doesn't. You don't want him to fight yeah. his dad. Yeah, I don't. That's not. You don't want to. Has there ever been a father-son feud? Like I don't remember Dusty facing Dustin or anything like that. Uh, let's see, Dusty Dustin. No, I don't think they fought Johnny Valentine, Greg Valentine. Out, they teamed. They didn't fight. Yeah, I don't think they've never. That's Vince a... and Shane. All oh, right, duh. Yeah, but we're thinking of wrestling here. Not yeah, like actual you know. wrestlers. Yeah. It's not Vin- like Randy Orton faced uh, Bob Orton ever. No. Which Bob Orton would have won, because, I mean, come on. Well, he would have used he's, the cast. Yeah. He's, like, 70, and he still has the cast. He's the ace cowboy, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> the number one cowboy. I'll tell you one thing. He wouldn't be as boring. As Randy? As his son, yeah. No. No way, because he was yeah. fun. 
Yeah. He was the perfect amount of goon, but good wrestler. He's a total goon. But he was a good wrestler. Yeah. He's a really good wrestler. But it was actually. like it was like we need a goon to wrestle good for our squad. That's like why. Yeah, exactly. So I <laughs> Father Son besides that, no. I mean did Ken Griffey Sr. ever fight Ken Griffey Jr.? Because that would have I would have been. Weren't they on the same team? For, yeah, for a while. Yeah. Mariners. But they, they never faced each other in a baseball contest. I don't know if they did or not, actually. Contest, that's interesting. Yeah, exhibition contest. Exhibition match. En- encounter. Yeah. And that's actually a very good question. I'm not sure if they did or not. It's probably happened in baseball. Like, I feel bad for King Griffey Sr., actually, because, like, he wasn't a bad player, but everyone... He was good. He's a punchline now, because... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, his son was better. But he was actually pretty good. He, I don't know. He, he sucked on the Yankees, of course. Yeah. Because everyone they brought over in the 80s sucked. Well, the Yankees just... They didn't have it together in the 80s. No, they didn't. It was like they were trying to do the 70s thing, but it was the 80s. Yeah. You know? They had Don Mattingly. Yeah. And Dave Winfield. Right. But let's not get too deferred on base. Sorry. There. Big men? Big men. Bam Bam Bigelow is one of my favorites. Bam Bam Bigelow. I like him. And that's him. another one. Because he we mentioned the Lawrence Taylor thing before uh-huh. tonight, but that match with Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor is a big man. Let's. I'm not. Let's yeah, make no bones about it. He's a big man. Yeah, that's not like someone's cousin. Go, yeah, getting into the ring. Maybe we're that's... stretching a little bit because he's celebrity or whatever. But that's a good big man match. It is. It is. It's well worked. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Pat Patterson was a ref that definitely helped. Yeah. But that's a good match. Well, um, like, it's at least not Muhammad Ali as a ref. <laughs> what did he do in that match? Didn't he try? Oh, to... okay. So the story goes is that. Ali showed up to WrestleMania one, yeah, and he was like, "I'm rough in the match," and they and they looked at him and they were like, no, oh, you're not. "Oh my god, okay, no, you're not." They thought he was. They didn't know he was that bad. Okay, when he yeah. walked, and they that was a last minute thing with Patterson. But then all those years later, Patterson's the ref at the Lawrence Taylor Bam Bam match. When you need a guy to get in the middle of two men, yeah. You when go you to need, Pat Patterson. When you need the guy that booked the finish to be refing the match, it's Pat Patterson. Patterson knows all about the finish. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, another good big man match. But you know right what's there. a bad big man match at that same pay per view? King Kong Bundy versus Undertaker. Man. Very bad. You know what? This is so weird how we're like looping around. I know. It's like Bundy comes. Why? Why the hell is Bundy there by that point? You know what bugged and me about Bundy? Is it the eyebrows? Yes. I thought it was a different guy. I swear. <laughs> Why did he not – forget the fact that he grew them back. Why did he not have eyebrows to begin with in, I don't know. In the 80s? Like, maybe because he was supposed to look like evil or something. Or a penis. Like, what was that about? Stop. What? Well, Gorilla when... used to call him a walking uh, condominium. But I think he meant like condom. a condom, yeah. Walking broken condom. Yeah. Like, no eyebrows makes you look like you're naive or something, not evil. Not in his case, though. I don't – I Bundy, thought he looked better without the eyebrows. Bundy never looked like a badass to me. He looked like a big tub of butter or something. <laughs> like, he looked like margarine. Listen, I thought Bundy, he looked threatening, at least. To he was, who? Because he was just so to big. To a picnic. Wait, have you ever seen the Bundy, like, pre-WWE stuff? He's, like, awesome. When he had hair? or even... No, no, no. He was, like, in, like, AWA or something. <laughs> world class. Or world class, Maybe yeah. AWA, but and he's definitely like, world he's class. He's, like, a world killer. Like, he's crazy. He killed the world. He sat on the world, probably. I did like the five count. 
the five count is good. That was good. That's a good gimmick. And if he ever lose because he got a three but insisted on a five, because that'd be awesome. Oh, why didn't they not do that? Did he do that to Hogan in the house show? I'm gonna have to look that up that, one day. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of the five count like not working. But that's only because like, he like always did it to like SD Jones yeah. and like nobodies. Right. Exactly. Like, Iron Mike Sharp or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But that would have been a good gimmick, right? Like, in a ha- even just for a house show night where he pins Hogan for the three, but he's like, no, I want five. And then he doesn't win the title. Yeah, Hogan kicks out on, on five. He kick, well, he kicks out on the four. Yeah, after the four. Right, yeah. Well, knowing Hogan, he would have kicked out on one anyway. Yeah, but. well, you know. <laughs> would you consider Hogan a big man? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Although I feel by the time he makes it to 95, he's kind of slimmed down. He's like a two-something pounder. Be, yeah, the steroids. But <laughs> uh, Was that the reason? Well, I mean, in 90, even when he came back in yeah. 93. Yeah, even when he's, like, I want to say he starts slimming down around 92. WrestleMania 8. Yeah, exactly. He looks completely different. Yes. That's when he got that WCW look going on. You yeah. know what I mean you know, about that the WCW thumb, look. With yeah, the thumbs, thumbs up, up yeah, look. You can't I wish see you could it see on an audio right podcast, but yeah. It, it, look, look, look up uh, like Mean Gene. MGM, like MGM whatever it is. Hogan but, contract. It's uh, the worst. It burns a hole in my soul yeah, seeing it's Hogan do the awful. thumbs up with that paid extras cheer. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. And they're like, there's like Mickey Mouse there, and it's He's hard. not there. Is yeah, he? there's like a parade, remember? Because it's in Disney. Wait, Mickey Mouse is there? I'm pretty sure it's Mickey and Minnie in, like, front of a car, like, walking around, and, like, Hogan's, like, on the convertible, like, waving like an idiot. Everything about that pisses me off. Like, literally, nothing is it, good about that. It's still a betrayal to you, isn't it? it? It's, like, not that I wanted them in WWF in 94, because who, like, why? Well, yeah. But, but at the, the same time. The fact that he's, like, so hokey, like... With the thumbs up and the ticker tape and the parade I still Disney. think part of it bothers you because it's Hogan in WCW rather than his home in WWF. Yeah, with Mean Gene. Yeah, it always Bobby bothered me Heenan they got Bobby there. Heenan and all that. Although, I was thinking the other day. Yeah. And I, we're going a little off topic here, but whatever. We're almost done, so I was thinking fine. the other day. Yep. Like, you know how they threw Bobby out and the underpants on the floor and, and the sock and everything. And, like, Vince, like... Get out and stay out, Brad! Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know how that all happens and it's sad or whatever? It's very sad. At the same time... Yeah. I get this feeling, like, mm-hmm. Vince is kind of happy for Bobby that he's going to get a he's gonna get a big pay contract over at WCW. Because there was never, like, ill will or anything. Never. But I don't know that Bobby had signed yet. I don't think he had. Oh, what? From then what why, I understand. What, what was going on then? Why did he leave? I think Vince wanted to had to offer him a pay cut or, you know Vince, he might have just wanted to. It was the same time he had let go of Mean Gene already. He was kind of trying to change over and, like, get some of the old. You know, like. Mooney you know, was gone. Mooney like all, was gone. And then Todd Petty Pooh was in there. Yeah, and, Todd, Todd. Yeah. You know he's still on the freaking radio? Yeah, uh, Scott Todd in the morning, Scott's right? Scott's gone. It's, it's just, just Todd. Todd. What is Pettengale do by himself. Well, eh, you know what? We know as wrestling fans that he used to be by himself in that, like, room all the time with yeah. those guys. The cutting room, I think yeah, it was. Well, yeah, remember that? The editing room, like, yeah. Did you get your free stuff and I all used that? to watch Mania. Did you used to watch Mania Sundays at 10 a.m.? I really was only an action zone kind of guy, but... Really? Yeah. You didn't watch Mania? No, I'd watch... Um, I had my schedule on the weekend with wrestling. Okay. I, mean, I would... Superstars I, on Saturday, Right, I'd wake up and watch Superstars. And this is past when superstars was even Relevant. really a thing but yeah. occasionally like the one thing i remember about superstars back then that was awesome 
is it had that Stone Cold and Savio Vega feud like, constantly. Yeah. It sure. was really good. Sure, it was pretty good. It was really good, yep. and I felt like only superstars people really understood that feud. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I, I like, remember watching that. Okay, so Fox then five, and then I'd go outside do kid things. Right, Your dad kicked you out of the house. Yeah, he kicked me out of the house. Have to do kid stuff all day. And I'd always make it back at 6.05 for WCW Saturday, Saturday night, night on TBS. Two whole hours two, of wrestling, folks. Two whole hours of wrestling. That was such a big deal. Yeah. As a kid. it was. I couldn't believe that there was two hours of wrestling. And there was a Monday. This is when there was a Monday show. Yeah, and there was Raw and Nitro yeah. were already on, too. Yeah. yeah. And they were one hour still. They, yeah. Saturday night was like two hours. Yeah. But anyway... I'd watch that, and, you know, back then I loved all the Diamond Dallas Page and all that, that stuff. That feud was fun, too. Yeah, with, Diamond Dallas Page and Johnny Marrow. B. Bad. Yeah, yeah, Johnny B. Bad. Yeah, and the losing the money, and they filmed him with the in the alleys and things. And then he like, was giving his clothes away to yeah, all the Disco wrestlers. Had Disco had his DDP rings. rings. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. He had, like, the, the crappy handmade tights and stuff yeah, like that in one yeah. of those matches. And Disco had his tights. Yes. That's that, how it worked. That was good. Yeah. I, I agree. And there was other things on Saturday night, too. but Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes being general, ridiculous, yeah. yeah. And then you wake up the next morning and Action Zone. So I don't remember him having Mania, really. Well, Action Zone was on at 12. When was Mania on? 10. And was it on, like, another channel or something? USA. No, they were both on USA. Wait, they had two. Oh, wait, no, Mania, excuse me. Mania was Saturday morning, I think. Okay. Wait, but hold on a second. I'm also confusing things now because Livewire, I used to watch that, too. Well, Livewire replaced Action Zone. But Action Zone was on Sunday and Livewire was on Saturday. I don't actually, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember. All I know is that... Superstars moved from syndication to USA in 96. Yeah, they made a big deal about that. I remember that. Yeah, and then it really, like, became irrelevant. Garbage, yeah. yeah. I don't know if... Mania was... I, I'm sure if anyone listening knows, they're probably mad at us for not knowing right now, but I'm pretty sure Mania was actually Saturdays at 10. Okay. Superstars was syndicated, so it was, like, whenever. But for us, it was 12. We'll have to do an episode at some point on, like, the history of, like, the televising of wrestling. I'll go all day on that. Yeah, it, it is interesting. But they had basically a brief recap, folks, is back in the 80s and into the 90s, they had their A show, which before Raw was Superstars. And that was the one they wanted the most syndicates to have. Right. Their B show was challenged, so that was like a. It, it was still good. It had Gorilla yeah. and Bobby did the commentary mainly. It wasn't as important. That was like, if people wouldn't take superstars, they try to at least get challenged. And they them. got some stories on that. It's, yeah, it wasn't like devoid of stuff. No. And they would recap the things in like we were talking about Sean Mooney in mm-hmm. the little center thing. So challenge was like their B show. Nothing major happened on there, and some some stations carried both superstars and challenge. Mm-hmm. Their C show was Spotlight, and Spotlight sucked because they're on YouTube <laughs> now. I'm not going to say the names of the channels because I don't want to make it taken down. Yeah. But you can find some Spotlights on YouTube, and you can tell this is like a show that no one cared about. Yeah. This is what the Ian Mooney and all that okay. stuff, you know. Yeah. Sherry Martell, who this I love, is, by the way. This is rounding out nicely to some yeah, of the exactly. topics we talked about <laughs> earlier. But And then, of course, on USA, on cable, they had primetime wrestling, okay. which replaced, I guess, Tuesday Night well, Titans. Well, primetime became Raw eventually. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So Prime time was two hours. That was kind of like their Saturday night, but it was on Tuesday. Yeah, and Gorilla and Bobby. I mean, yeah, come on, you come don't on. beat them. But those were just house show matches. House show matches, some of which featured Sean Mooney. And sometimes they would show like Saturday night's main event stuff. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Superstars. Yeah. 
Vince and Jesse on Superstars. Right. I tend to remember shows by commentary team. Me too. So, like, Vince and Jesse was Superstars. Gorilla and Bobby was Challenge. Right. Shivani was on Challenge sometimes. He was pretty good, actually, yeah. in WWF. He yeah. was good. Shivani wasn't bad in WWF. Well, well I, I always liked the, the Bobby the Brain, like, not wanting him around thing. Yeah, yeah that, that was funny. He's a creep. He's a geek. Wish I, they, I wish they took that over to WCW. I know. Well, I mean, in real life, they kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> another kind sto- of. Yeah. yeah. Another, another, another story thing. for another time, folks. Yeah. But uh, we're just about out of time here. So it's been a good episode, Quinn, I think. I think so. I think we have good gone into... an inaugural episode. Yeah. History has been made. History has been made here. And we've gone into some memories. And we hope to obviously continue to do this in a way that entertains people and amuses ourselves, of course. So if you have any suggestions, let us know. And... Um, Got anything else to say, Quinn? I think that was it. It has been I, nice talking I, about wrestling. I am good to go. Um, I'm good to go, yeah, too. Yeah, I think uh, I think we covered a lot of ground on this episode. I think we did, and, and obviously you won't learn uh, really much about the current happenings about wrestling from, from listening to us. We may mention some things we'll if, mention as some it relates. Stuff, but we're kind of just here to help you waste an hour at work or something like that and yeah. enjoy reminiscing with us. So if you have anything you want us to talk about, let us know. And uh, it's been fun, Quinn. It's been real. And it's been uh, 17 years that Quinn and I have known each other. So the entire time we've been wrestling fans and then some. So yep. that's kind of how we became friends Definitely. in case we were wondering. This isn't hard for us to do. Yep. This is <laughs> this is a regular uh, weekend for yeah, us. Yeah, this is, this is doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> so. so we'll see you next time. It's been Good fun. Good one. Stop, 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 stop.